0: And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, it's Amy Castles. You have the pleasure of just having me on today. Trey is out running errands and rat killing, so you have just me. Today, I'm going to do a quick episode on eating the rainbow. You've probably flipped through a lot of cookbooks or scrolled through social media, and you've likely found an abundance of images featuring vibrant fruits and vegetables, seeing color on our plates of food is what gets people excited and interested and appetized. It's, um, Of course, in addition to looking beautiful, colorful produce is an indicator of the nutrient density. So that's basically what we're going to talk about today. Um, If you were to think of a big buffet, and that buffet was all brown and white foods, you would intuitively know that there wasn't a whole lot of nutrients there. But if you saw a big, beautiful buffet, like when you go to an all-inclusive resort, like in Jamaica... They have these massive, large buffets. Um, My husband and I went to the Sandals Vacation um, Club whenever we were first married. It was our honeymoon. And it was the most beautiful buffet I'd ever seen. And it was just full of color, just so much color. And our eyes naturally love color. I mean, God gave us so many different colors and smells and tastes and they all correlate with um, the colors of the food. So first off, I want to talk about the phytonutrient power. We're coming up on summer, and summer is a time where produce is in full swing. I mean, we have so much color at the farmer's market and in the grocery stores. We are so blessed to be able to have that, and you are in a time where you need to be more hydrated because the sun is is um, you know it's hot, especially in Texas. You get dehydrated really easy, so this is a perfect time to really fill your body up full of fiber and nutrients and vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients. So we've talked about phytonutrients and antioxidants before, but today I'll just do the episode a little bit different phytonutrients are natural compounds that protect plants from bugs and germs and fungi and other threats but phytonutrients aren't just good for the plants they also keep people healthy too eating phytonutrients affects cellular structure and function and it can help prevent disease and keep your body functioning at its best though cooking um excuse me we got to cut that part out i said though cooking okay one two three Including fruits and vegetables is definitely a well-known part of featuring a healthy diet. Studies definitely show that most people eat less than the recommended amounts. I mean, if you've ever looked at you know, really what we're supposed to have for servings of fruits and vegetables per day, it's an abundance. It it truly is. It's handfuls and handfuls of fruits and vegetables. And when our plates are full of white um, or brown food, which is brown means it's probably overcooked or fried, and white means it's probably depleted of nutrients or yellow, highly processed carbohydrate foods. It's a sign that we're lacking phytonutrient power and our body needs to nourish with those. It needs it needs phytonutrients in order to heal itself. I don't know about you, but I'm in my 40s now. I'm 42. I'm noticing that there's a lot of changes taking place. You know, our cells are turning over every 90 days. Our Our metabolism is changing, and our organs inside our bodies need more and more nutrients in order to be able to process and and turn over their cells so that we don't age so fast. When you're aging, that's oxidation. When you cut an apple and that apple turns brown, then that apple has oxidized. It's aged. Well, one of the ways that you can prevent that oxidation is to put lemon juice on top. That's ascorbic acid, vitamin C. And that vitamin C helps it to age and get brown slower, much, much, much slower. So think about that when it comes to our bodies and how we need these same nutrients in order to help us age slower. So All you have to do is appeal to the vanity and now people will jump, right? (laughs) Um, So think about, okay, so I'm going to tell you some phytonutrients. I'm going to tell you their food sources and then I'll go over some benefits. So let's talk about cartenoids. Um, This includes alpha carotene, beta carotene, beta cryptoxanthin, lutein, and lycopene. Think of when you think of carotenoids or alpha or beta, we all know beta carotene, right? You're thinking of yellow, orange, red fruits and vegetables like butternut squash, carrots, pumpkins, red peppers, tomatoes, watermelons. These act like antioxidants in the body and they help protect your cells from damage by molecules known as free radicals. You're going to hear that probably a lot today. Free radicals are what are going around and aging your cells. They are they're they're free. They're they're running around our body and we need these antioxidants to go in and gobble up those free radicals before they attack our cells. That we get free radicals from many different places. We get it from the crap food that we eat or the you know, you can't do anything walking past the mall and you are walking past the perfume store and you have perfumes and they're, they're toxic chemicals or maybe the exhaust in the car in front of you, you're going to have free radicals in our bodies. We, we use plastics. I mean, it's even in our clothes. We're even finding out that clothes from sheen, I, I, I just read this the other day, the clothes from sheen are so toxic. Like there's there's tons of toxic chemicals in the food and you're absorbing it over your skin. So we need these little gobbles to go around and eat up those free radicals. Okay, next one. Elegic acid. Elegic acid or elagic acid. A couple of ways to pronounce that. So think of cranberries, grapes, guava, pomegranate, raspberries, walnuts, strawberries. These provide protection from cancer and then they also have anti-inflammatory effects. So inflammation is very much related to cancer. And of course, those free radicals are too. But um, when your cells start to turn over, and they turn over with the wrong DNA, because the free radical has now gotten into that cell and changed the DNA. Now it's masticized and turned over into a new cell. And this is where cancers form. And a lot of that comes from just having f- inflammation. And you need things like the oleic acid to help provide the protection from the cancer and also to act as anti-inflammatory. We've heard that grapes and pomegranates and cranberries and raspberries, walnuts, that these are very anti-inflammatory. So that's why. Okay, next one. The third one is glucosinates. And think of cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale. These vegetables are really um, fibrous and they're most of the time green. And these glucosinates help to limit cancer growth. So you have cancer protection in one, and then here you have cancer growth that it's going to limit. So There's another benefit to having your broccoli. Okay, polyphenols. Think of flavonoids, um, phenolic acid, polyphenolic acid. Um, These things are present in apples and chili peppers, onions, red cabbage, turmeric, So, these help reduce the risk of chronic disease. So, we're not just dealing with inflammatory diseases, we're dealing with cancers, but we're also dealing with chronic diseases over time. I think that we should go back to that old saying an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So, these, the apples, the chili peppers, red cabbage, they all, those are, you know, darker in the color, the reddish, the orangish color. Okay, the next one. We've heard this a lot because they offer this in a nutrient by itself, um, resveratrol and resveratrol is in grapes and wine. Well these provide a very high antioxidants and high antioxidant and anti-inflammatory benefit and they may re- reduce the risk of heart disease and some cancers. So that is why people have really promoted wine. And grapes throughout the years and even supplements of resveratrol because of those benefits. But, you know, something to really think about is that when they go in and they, they see that, oh, grapes and wine, what is it about, about that particular food item that creates this, you know, anti-inflammatory, anti-antioxidant and cancer, heart disease uh, prevention and benefit? What is it? they find that it's the resveratrol. Well, then they just mass produce the resveratrol in a synthetic way and then sell it to us so that we think that we're doing good. But my question is, how is resveratrol good without the other benefits or without the other nutrients that are also contained in the grapes? So that's something to think about. And then also, okay, so wine and grapes do have resveratrol, but what happens if you ferment it and turn it into an alcohol? What happens if you're adding the sulfites and the sulfates and the um, extra sugar? Does it still have the benefit? So think about that when you are drinking that fronza. <laughs> okay, it's kind of weird to laugh without Trey here because I just basically laugh at myself. Um, so think about that when you are having some of those, things that are not, they're they're more processed. Okay. All right. So let's talk about eating the benefits of the rainbow or eating the rainbow benefits, eating the rainbow or choosing a variety of brightly colored plants and foods. These are beneficial in many ways. So number one, you're reducing the risk of chronic disease. So many phytonutrients in fruits and vegetables have anti-inflammatory and epigenetic benefits. And therefore, they are associated with a a decreased risk of chronic diseases, um, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cancer, dementia, weight issues, and then so much more. When you are eating phytonutrients, I love that it's not just about your own body and what it's doing, but also the epigenetic benefits. The whole study of epigenetics is talking about how our DNA has changed throughout the years based on our external environment and what's happening from our mothers and our grand grandparents. You know, our kids today—they're having so many more health issues than our parents did when they were younger. And many can argue that, um, okay, our generation, we're hypochondriacs, or, oh, that's because medicine has advanced, and so they're able to catch things sooner. But I, you know, and I agree with that to a certain extent. We are hypochondriacs. We see a lot of stuff on Instagram, we see a lot of stuff on social media, and we self-diagnose a lot. It Yeah, guilty. I'm guilty of it too. And then also, yeah, there are more tests. I mean, we had Dr. Chase Banks on here telling us how tests have advanced so far that in Europe, they're 10 years ahead of us. So they're able to find things that they were never able to find before. And so yeah, that is part of it. But there's also things that we have in our food supply system that our parents never grew up with. There are things that in our baby's formula that our parents never had, that I never had. I was formula fed. I was way too fat of a baby. I, my mom could not keep up. And so they said, ah, you don't have to nurse, just give her formula. So my mom just, okay, gave me formula. That's what they did in the eighties. And, um, you know, I'd like to say that that formula was probably cleaner than it is today. Who knows? Um, You know, the medicines and and treatments that kids get from the time that they're tiny, tiny infants, it's it's more than what we got as kids. So yeah, it is affecting the DNA differently. Um, All right. So reduced chronic disease, gut health maintenance. Polyphenols found in the many different fruits and vegetables that we talked about contribute to a healthy gut and they benefit... um, the gut microbiome balance. A healthy gut is key to an immune system function. Some people say that if you're having any issues in your health, address your gut. That's it. I mean that if you don't know what else to do, address your gut. Maybe you don't have money to go see a nutritionist or do, you know, $10,000 worth of testing or buy all these supplements. There are ways that you can help your gut If you are just on food stamps, and I know that because I help somebody do it on food stamps, you could get all the fruits and vegetables that you need. You could get really high quality yogurt, that Bulgarian yogurt that you see that in the grocery store that has no sugar at all. Um, There's all kinds of things that you could get to help your gut Um, fiber. You need fiber. You need probiotics. You need prebiotics. You need digestive enzymes and you need water. All of those things are accessible no matter who you are or where you live. There are ways that you can do it and do it really inexpensively to help your gut. Okay, the third thing is um, it improves the variety in your diet. Eating the rainbow can be an easy way of adding more variety to your diet. I named so many vegetables earlier that I actually haven't eaten in a long time. And sometimes you just got to go look at those food lists, uh, go to go to Whole30. You know, I love the Whole30. I think it's a great reset for people to do. Um, Go look at their food list and go look at the fruits and vegetables and go, oh, I forgot about kiwi. I forgot about, um, oh, I forgot about a pineapple mango combination. You know, you can... I, I easily tend to buy some of the same fruits. I go in, I get bananas, I get mandarin oranges, I get strawberries, and then I get blueberries. And that's pretty much what I stick with. And every once in a while, I'm like, oh, how about I get some apples? How about I get some kiwis? What about some mango, um, pineapple? Switch it up every once in a while. Okay, the fourth one is it helps you increase your nutrient take intake. Eating more vegetables and fruits is a very, is is always a good idea, but eating a variety of colors will increase your intake of key nutrients to help benefit different areas of your health. We talked about that earlier. So eating color carries a very unique set of disease-fighting compounds. This gives your body an array of vitamins and minerals and phytochemicals. This means that you'll fill any potential nutritional gaps that may be keeping you from feeling and helping and or feeling and healing your best. You've heard many times that people have said that our food supply does not have the same amount of nutrients that it did in the years past. And that's really, it really is true. I mean, there's, the soil is just not the same in these big industrial farms. So you can fill in those nutritional gaps with some uh, high-quality vitamins. And if you can get raw vitamins, those are really great. Um, if you are wanting to really get the best quality of vegetables and fruits locally, where the vegetables didn't have to travel so far, then go to a farmer's market. Or go to a small grocery store local in your area and ask them, Hey, what fruits and vegetables do you get locally? And see what they, see what they can say. Grow them yourself. There's many different ways. And if you don't have any of those options, then you just do what you can. You do the best that you can and you go to the grocery store and you get the variety of what you, what you can do. Eating a variety of fruits and vegetables on the rainbow has reduced psychological, it, it reduces psychological distress and it improves psychological well-being. There is um, there's a study that found that those who ate a variety of fruits and vegetables for 13 consecutive days enjoyed an increase in curiosity, happiness, creativity, and had a greater flourishing in their daily life. And improved, they had an improved ability to perform cognitive tasks. And this has also been associated with rainbow, eating the rainbow. I don't know if you've ever, if you ever put out a tray of food for the kids, their eyes will light up if it's just full of color. I have this really great um, Tupperware container that I got from Tupperware. Well, I said Tupperware container. I, but it actually is from Tupperware. And it has all these different sections in it. And uh, I, I love it. I love it, love it. And I will put in there, um, it has a lid, and I'll put in there grapes. And then I'll do, so like green grapes, red raspberries, blue blueberries, orange oranges, maybe some pineapple, and then carrots, and then maybe some celery sticks or something like that. And they have this whole variety of color. And I'll just put it out in front and just kind of let them graze on it themselves And they absolutely love it. It really does make them happy. Like a charcuterie board. Who doesn't love a charcuterie board? (laughs) Okay, let's put this into practice. So what this looks like. Putting this into practice, fill your plate with colorful plants and vegetables isn't really about avoiding other essential nutrients like carbohydrates or fats or proteins. This is about ensuring that you're getting the diversity of the phytonutrients that you need to support your well being. So you're not necessarily thinking about, okay, um, what protein, carbs, and fat I'm getting. You are abundantly adding those fruits and vegetables in so that you then crowd out the junk food so now you can eat your high quality carbohydrates through um which which I think are the best sources of sweet potatoes um sweet potatoes squash things like that that's going to give you and fruits those are going to give you a really good source of carbohydrate and then um you can get your high quality fats and your proteins so you don't if you crowd those items out you're going to get a very nice overall balanced diet. So here's some tips for you to brighten the color palette of your plate. Establish a baseline number of colors. So gradually increase your consumption by working up to incorporating at least two or three different colored vegetables and fruits at each meal. And at least one time every snack. Remember that combining small amounts of several different colors at a time may be more impactful than eating a pint of blueberries every day. So keep a journal. I've talked about keeping a journal before. Keep a food journal, and then you can start writing down some of your colors that you've eaten. Start small and make changes that are manageable and sustainable. Work towards crowding out, I just talked about that, work towards crowding out other food options by filling your plate with a rainbow of plant-based foods first. Then you'll have the nutrients that you need and you don't have to eat every color every single day. You're just trying to get a variety of colors each week. So think of your diet in a week, not necessarily just for the day. Switch things up a little bit. Swap out orange carrots with purple, have a, a wide and in, in white varieties, uh, or eat cauliflower. And then instead of having common white variety, I'm just really messing this one up. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. All right. One, two, three, three, switch things up. Most of us normally go and get carrots that are orange. Well, there's also purple carrots and white carrots. You can also eat purple cauliflower instead of the white variety. There's a way to provide a diversity of the phytonutrients. You may also want to switch up the way that you prepare your fruits and vegetables. There's some cooking methods that do affect the phytonutrient composition. So, for example, beta-carotene is higher, absorbed higher and cooked versus raw carrots. I didn't know that. So and it actually makes sense now that I think about it because cooked carrots and you're not like scorching them. They're not like canned carrots. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, you know, a nice blanch or a little saute or something, but, um, that color is really bright, bright, uh, orange. Okay. You don't have to go at this alone. Trying new things may be fearful and, um, there's you know a level of excitement with it, but it's fearful. Ask questions in the produce aisle and at the grocery store, um, wherever you buy your food. The farmers market. Ask them questions and find out new information, and find out um, for some guidance of how you some good ways to prepare it. When I go to the farmer's market, um, there's a lady that I like to buy my root vegetables from, and she's Filipino. And I ask her, hey, how do you like to cook these? And what do you like to do? And she likes to tell me her Filipino way. And I love it. It's awesome. I, I learned something new, and I learn about another culture. And you know what? She's so happy to share it, too. And I love seeing her happy, and then that makes me happy, too. Research the best seasons and ways to buy unfamiliar produce. So, there's going to be a time of the year where you're going to have certain vegetables come around and then other times that um, it's just you can't find it at all. Like my favorite little oranges to buy are not even in season right now. And I meant to actually buy them and freeze them or can them, but I, I didn't get a chance to um, try visiting a new folk, local farmers market. We talked about that and um, discuss with them. OK, last one. Um, oh, you can also sign up for a community CSA and that's called community supported agriculture and you can try to get in a co-op and find um organizations that will go they will go to all the local farmers, grab everything, put it in a box and then you just pay a flat fee and then you get a surprise vegetable box every single week. It's actually pretty cool. I really like it. Um, get inspired. Use the Shop the Rainbow chart um, and the groceries. Google Shop the Rainbow chart and the grocery list. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this. I'm sorry. It's on the last pages. Okay, hold on. Okay, One, two, three. Okay, get inspired by going to your favorite websites where they have a lot of recipes or nutrition, um, or like like I said, the Whole30, and go there and see some grocery lists. There are numerous benefits to eating a diversity of plant vegetables. And because your, your your dietary intake of levels will continue to fall well below recommended amounts if you don't get all of them it's it's really a a good idea to continue to look forward i'm really butchering this okay it's okay you don't have to cut this out john i'm just really butchering this and hopefully you are listening are hearing that this is a real podcast and i'm really talking and i stumble over my words okay um that's all we have yeah we can cut this part out okay Okay, wrap up here. Wrap up. Let me just say this. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, so just to give you a really quick recap, red fruits and vegetables, think blood oranges, cherries, cranberries, dragon fruit, plums, pomegranates, prickly pears, rambutan, raspberries, rhubarb, strawberries, tamarillo, watermelon. Sounds amazing. Orange, apricots, cantaloupe, gooseberries, lulo, mango, nectarine, oranges, papaya, persimmons, I love those, tamarind, and tangerines, yellow, Asian pears, bananas, cashews, um, golden kiwi fruit, grapefruit, jackfruit, lemons, nesparos, I don't even know what those are, passion fruit, peaches, dulce, pineapples, plantains, love those, quince, star fruit, yellow apples, yellow watermelon, and green artichokes, arugula, lettuce, bok choy, asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, celery, chayote squash, Chinese cabbage, collard greens, cucumbers, endive, green beans, green onions, okra peppers, um, kale leeks, lettuce, micro greens, mustard greens, peas, sea vegetables, snow peas, spinach, turnip greens, watercress, zucchini, avocado apple, green grapes, honeydew, kiwi and limes. I have missed a ton, but that gives you an idea. Oh, let's go th- what we got one more. black and, and or blue and purple. Black olives, eggplant, potatoes, purple asparagus, cabbage, purple carrots, cauliflower, purple peppers, acai, black currants, blackberries, blueberries, grapes dried plums, elderberries, grape juice, mango, steam plums, purple figs, purple grapes, and raisins. All right, that was not an exhaustive list, but just to give you an idea, hopefully I said some things that you're like, oh, I haven't done that. Oh, I haven't done that. Oh, I haven't done that either. And it'll spike your interest into going and looking up some more grocery lists based on color. Happy food eating for this summer, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly.